Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Spiritpreneur School with Aviola Abrams. I am so excited about today's conversation because you are not only getting Spiritpreneur School, but you are getting womanure power as well. And I will explain to you exactly what I mean in just a little bit. This is the new season of Spiritpreneur School podcast, and as usual, we are taking self-love to self-launch. Spiritpreneur School is an empowerment podcast for conscious entrepreneurs and spirited business people who are wanting to make an impact in the world with their work and still be successful and be able to claim their abundance and step into their greatness. Our guests range from CFOs to professional creatives. These mostly women are brilliant thinkers who have overcome challenges to live out loud. That's what this conversation is about. That's what this podcast is about. And that's what all of my work is about at sacredbombshell.com. If you want to know how to answer your calling and live on purpose, then you are in the right place. Today's guest, is the incredible Ms. Sharon Beeson, who I was honored to work side-by-side side with her on a one-day venture that she invited me to be a part of, a presentation for school-age kids in New York City a few months ago. Now, let me tell you about Ms. Sharon, because she is rocking it, and this is someone who I think is just, you know, an incredible woman. Sharon Beeson began her extensive career in the corporate world as an accounting professional and designated CPA. As she continued to progress in her profession, she decided to leave her very lucrative career to become an entrepreneur. And that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to talk to Sharon because so many of you feel a calling and and have a have what I call the golden handcuffs, you know, a great job that you're afraid to leave. But Sharon did that. And she is a serial entrepreneur who founded in 2006 Brooklyn's first concierge company known as All About Brooklyn. Then she was the director, or around the same time, director of the Downtown Women's Club. And she founded Brooklyn Exposed, which was rebranded into Social Fix. We'll find out about all of that. But her current shining star in the Sharon universe is Woman Noor, which provides tools, resources, advice, events, motivation, and community to help to propel the growth of female entrepreneurs. This is an incredible project, and we look forward to delving into Sharon's wisdom. Hello, Sharon. Hi, Abiola. Thank you so very much for having me. <laughs> I am so excited that you are a part of this conversation. And, sis, I want to tell you that you are every bit as magical in person as you are, you know, online. <laughs> oh, thank you so very much. I, I really appreciate that, and I feel the same way about you. I just you know, feel it's very important to be authentic and who you display online is who you should also be in real life. And I'm very adamant about that. So I'm glad that you see that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. I'm actually, before we get into my questions, I'm so glad that you said that about authenticity. And actually, let's start with that, Sharon, because 
a lot of uh, business owners, particularly the specific audience for this conversation, which is spiritual, spirit-based business owners, heart-centered entrepreneurs, you know, may feel that they have to be something other than themselves in order to succeed. Let's talk about the power of authenticity and how you can't really lie because people see right through it and either will attach to you and your brand because they're feeling you or they won't feel you because they can feel something is off. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, I learned early on to be authentic because when you're not authentic, to piggyback off what you said, people really do see it. Energy does not lie, whether it's in person or whether it's online or on the phone or on an, in an email. And I, in the very, very beginning, because I stepped out, of course, on faith, and um, I felt like I had to be part of something in the very beginning. And I felt like when I went to events or wherever I was or whatever I was doing, I was trying to kind of fit in. So I would, like, suppress my being. Um, but I just, you know, I just said, frick it. It's not working. I'm not happy with it. It doesn't make me feel good. And I don't feel like it's really getting me anywhere to where I want to be. And I just really just started being my own self. I shaved my hair on one side. <laughs> I just started being me. And when I realized that's the one thing with Womener, that when you are authentic, when you are your true self, people are going to appreciate it. People, no matter what, will appreciate you. It may turn some people off. And it, it, it will turn the wrong people off. That's, that's the way I look at it. And the right people who appreciate you and appreciate your genuity, you will draw them in and you will become a magnet to them. So always, always be yourself. My thing is never make yourself uncomfortable to make someone else comfortable, ever. Mm, I know that a lot of, I heard that one, I felt that one pinging through the universe when you said it, that a lot of people were like, yes, Sarah, tell it. <laughs> Never make yourself feel uncomfortable in order to make someone else comfortable. Somebody tweet that, please, and attribute it to Sharon <laughs> at Womanure. <laughs> very, very, very important. So we've heard your official bio, Sharon, but I want you to share with our listeners, you know, just in your own words, who you are, you know, maybe a little bit about you personally, where you grew up, et cetera, the woman behind the brand. Sure. Well, you know, I was um, actually born in Birmingham, England, to um, Trinidadian mother and a Jamaican father. And um, I came to the United States at a very early age. I was eight years old when I came to the United States. So that probably explains my um, my uh, my accent that's no longer here, and um, I pretty much grew up um, in Brooklyn, even though I, I lived in several places, but um, fast forward, um, I was always, I always just felt like I wanted to do something for myself or work for my own. Um, I had an extremely lucrative career um, being an accountant. That's what I went to school for. I was really good at it. I'm good with numbers. I'm good with detail. I'm extremely good with analyzing. I work extremely well under pressure. And um, I had a very, very amazing career being an accountant. I started out as a bookkeeper, worked my way up, 
and I sat and passed all four parts of the CPA thinking I would retire as an accountant, um, as a CPA. Um, but, you know, my job in the corporate world became very, very, very enslaving, and it was just too much. I couldn't wear my hair the way I wanted to. I had to always wear it back, put it in a ponytail, um, you know, just sometimes fighting unnecessarily to get that respect, um, and, and traveling consistently and working long hours. It, it just... It was too much. I had to come home to get ready to work, to get to work the next day. I couldn't do this because I had to be awake. It was just too much. And so um, I was always the go-to person for, to my family and friends. Like I would always send out these emails like, this is what's happening this weekend. This is where I'm going to be. Join me. And so I said, oh, my God, you know, I'm, all, I'm like the go-to person. So I started doing research, and um, I started benchmarking companies, and I came across concierge. And so um, I said, oh, my God, I could do this. I can, uh, and I can provide entertainment emails. I can tell people where to go. I can run their errands. And so that's how the concierge came about in 2006. Um, but I didn't quit my job until 2008. Um, I made sure I lined up some customers, and um, yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. But um, 2008, I quit my job, and I didn't look back. Um, and, um, you know, I kind of, it, it, it started to become a, a bit sustainable, uh, the concierge company. I had my set of clients, and that became like my cash cow. So in 2010, I created an online entertainment site. I don't know if anyone is familiar with Time Out New York, um, but Brooklyn Exposed was launched in 2010. That's like the Brooklyn of, of Time Out New York, where to go, what to do, what's open, what's closed, um, where to be at in Brooklyn. And that was very, very successful for four years. I had a bunch of events that were successful. I gained a lot of major media uh, attention. And um, it was a very successful run. I got a lot of, made so many amazing contacts. Um, and, um, you know, I got into events for free. It was amazing. But then it just became too much, and it, I was not feeling fulfilled. So in 2014, I scaled it back and said, okay, let it just be a comprehensive online website. And then I just was just bored with that. I was unfulfilled. And so I'm not sure if your next question is about why I started Women or how, but in 2014, I launched Womener, so um, I'll hold off and <laughs> maybe not delve too much into that in case you have another question. Okay, okay. I love it. So, Trini Daddy, or Trini Mommy, Trini Father, which way yes. was the Trini? Trini to the bone. Okay. <laughs> so, if we want the good roti and curry, we know where we come in. That's right. <laughs> A mother yes. will for everybody. <laughs> yes, yes, but we might have a comp uh, a little competition there, Sharon, because you know the guy needs roti and curry, and the Trini roti and curry. We got a little competition, a little I bit. I know, I know. Find effort, find effort. Yes, yes, beautiful, sis, beautiful. Okay, so before we get into, before we get into. Of Womanor, I want to touch on something that I feel like is 
very important to people who are listening to this. You went from corporate to entrepreneur. And I can't stress the importance of this part of the conversation enough because so many women and men, but, you know, primarily women may have an idea and they get caught in fear and they can't move past the fear. Sharon, I meet so many people, and I know that you do too, who have had been trying to, you know, maybe had that website unpublished for five years, and they're scared to put it out there, or they have this concept, and they're terrified to move forward. Or somebody that they love said to them, oh, that won't work, and that scared them off of then moving the next step in their dream. What gave you the courage, Sharon, when you were, you know, wildly successful, in your corporate career, you know, as an immigrant, to then be able to step out and, you know, do something on your own? You know, that's a really, really good question. Um, it's so funny you say that because before I get into that, I literally had a business strategy session with someone the other day who, like you said, had her website sitting there, just like sitting there. And I, so we had a session, but... Anyway, um, yeah, you know what? So many people are caught and stuck on fear. And, you know, I was, I don't know, I, I just evolved into this rebellious, like, you're not going to stop me, superwoman. And I am extremely self-motivated. I, um, you know, you got to get your mind right. You know, it doesn't matter how skilled, how talented, how dope your website looks, how much money you have to pump in to hire the best employee or the best marketing expert. Nothing is going to ride unless you are good within, right? And yes. I say that because I, especially as a black woman, are you kidding me, and owning this concierge company, right? So I'm going after the people with deep pockets, right? I'm going to these events where a lot of people don't look like myself. I was consistently outside my comfort zone, consistently. And the one thing I realized is you just got to say F it. You really have yes. to learn to just just do it, just do it, right? Because you're never going to know the results or you're never going to know what's going to happen unless you just do it. So I just became this big badass where I just convinced myself that, you know what, it's going to work out. Why? Because I'm going to make it work. I am going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to be working when people are sleeping. I'm going to be answering emails when people are lounging. I'm going to be doing while people are thinking and dreaming. And that became my mentality. And my mentality was like, who's going to stop me? And this is what yes. you, have to, you have to realize. You cannot let anyone stop you. You are your own worst enemy, right? You gotta look that face dead on, that fear dead on, and just say, "I'm going for it." Right? If all all else fails, go back and get a job, or do whatever. But you have to get in the zone where you are uncomfortable, because no success comes from the comfort zone. It's absolutely true, and that's how I live my life. Right? Nothing is gonna stop me. But you have to be willing to do what it takes of course within the law <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that is so important that that is that is just so important sharon and so inspiring in fact for that reason because i've 
been encountering so many women, you know, particularly black women, women of color, but women across the board um, who have been having this issue that my next program is named Brave Badass Spiritpreneur to encourage people to get out there and just do it. Like you said, that yes. you can, you can, you know, you can sit around tweaking forever, right. but you won't know until you put it in motion and you come into contact with potential clients, potential audience, potential whoever you're dealing with, that's going to teach you more than it will you sitting by yourself with your laptop. So you have to adjust yeah. in motion. You have to adjust in flight. That's right. Very Absolutely. powerful. Absolutely. And Very never, powerful. Let them, never let them see you sweat. <laughs> yes, yes. And I want to highlight something else that you said, Sharon, that I think is important, that a lot of times that spiritpreneurs, womanors feel that, okay, well, you know, I've got to leave my job immediately. But you didn't do that. I always, you know, people are surprised when I tell them, you don't have to leave your job. You don't have to leave your job right this minute. You know, you built up your client base. You worked on what you were doing. You started your job, your your entrepreneurism as a side hustle, and then you were able to move, you know, and make the switch. I think that that's an important thing to highlight you know, for people to know. And also, you know, that you are out there tirelessly making it happen. So let's go into your womanure story. What is the birth story of womanure? Tell us all about it. What's the what story? I'm sorry? The birth story of womanure. What inspired you okay. to get it? Excellent. Okay. So, um, well, you know, I... I, and you know, I still own, I still own my concierge company, and um, you know, even with Brooklyn exposed, you know, if I have to keep it quite frank, a large part of the demographic didn't look like me and you, right? And even with my concierge company, the majority of my clients just don't look like me and you, right? So, um, you know. I just felt, even with Brooklyn Exposed, as successful as it was, as, you know, as, as, as rewarding as it felt sometimes, at the end of the day, I felt extremely unfulfilled, right? And I just felt like, yes, you know, these people want to do business with me, but at the end of the day, they don't want to break bread with me, right? And I'm talking about the people that just don't look like me, right? And so... um I just felt like I wanted to do something else, right? And um, I just started looking around and just saying, what can I do next? And I started paying attention to women that look like me or just even female entrepreneurs. And I started looking at websites. I started looking at what people were doing. And I started seeing the crazy. And what I mean by the crazy was I started seeing inactive social media accounts. I started seeing websites that just 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 look horrible. I started seeing logos that just were like, girlfriend, what are you doing? Right? And so at that point I said, Oh my God, I have so much business savvy that I learned from just being an entrepreneur, from winging it, from singing, sitting in conferences, from, you know, reading tons and tons of books. At that point, it clicked that, holy crap, what can I do with this knowledge? How can I share my knowledge? How can I uplift, motivate, inspire? Because let me tell you, if anyone knew what it was like to be consistently shut down and told you're not good enough or insinuated, girl, where are you going? It was me working with the demographic that I did. And so um, 
I decided that I wanted to create a platform where I can inspire, motivate, and provide my knowledge to women who are going in the same direction that I once did and still am. And that's how Womener came about. I mean, I had a different name in the beginning, but um, after a bit of uh, research and, um, you know, kind of having focus groups with my peers and colleagues, Womener was born. And I feel extremely, extremely strong about uplifting women and letting them know that if you're going to survive in this world, your aesthetics of your website, your names have to look right, your business uh, websites have to look right, no clip art in your logos, everything just has to be on point because you are being watched and judged every single minute of every single day. And that's just pretty much how Womener was born. And um, that's the story. And fast forward, because it launched in April of 2015, fast forward to 14 months later, here we are. <laughs> here we, here are. we are. Beautiful. And your company, Womanure, it, it feels to me like it encompasses the best lessons of all of your past businesses. Would you say that, that you have events and you have, you know, digital offerings and you have your consulting and so it, it it feels to me like it is, you know, almost like everything that you've done up until now, Sharon, has prepared you for this. Absolutely. Does that absolutely. Make sense? Yes, absolutely. And, I was stuck one day, you know, in the very beginning after I launched. And um, I said, oh, my God, I don't want it to just be a platform where there's, of course, uh, articles on the blog. How can I share this knowledge? So, um you know, I said, okay, digital guides are the way to go. So I started creating some digital guides. And, yes, um, I do offer business strategy consult sessions. And, um, you know, fast forward um, to now where I recently relaunched the site on April 23rd, I said, you know what, I don't know everything, right? I have a really good basic understanding of marketing, branding. I'm really good with you know, telling someone how to start your company and launch and, you know, not to skip over the basics. But what I did was, while sitting in my business strategy sessions, my clients kept asking me, well, I need a lawyer. I need trademark services. I need to, you know, I need social media management. I need this. I need that. And I said, oh, my God, instead of keep referring them to my network, um, which I built up over these years, I said, I can offer these services on my site. So with a new site that relaunched last year, I have to be, uh, sorry, last uh, week, I'm very proud to say that I collaborated with a group of businesses who are experts in social media, who is, who, who is that lawyer that can offer you that trademark services service. So now we have what's called preferred partners. And it doesn't matter what you need, whether you need a website built, whether you need to figure out how to do Squarespace, whether you know how to have to need social media services um, and uh, social media management, there are now a plethora of offerings on the site in every type of topic. If you need a contract reviewed, if you need a contract template, if you need consulting in any topic, whether you need a digital guide on how to you know, kick ass on Facebook, etc., I have collaborated with these local female business owners 
to offer these extensive services and digital resources to the women in our community. So I'm really, really proud of that. Oh, I'm so proud of you for, you know, taking the initiative to create what is basically a business a business concierge uh arm of your of your business as well. I think that, you know, it's so important because many women use these things to hold them back. They are trying to create something. I I was when I was doing research for this conversation, I was, you know, on your Instagram and someone was asking in the comments, well, should I go to LegalZoom? And you were like, well, you know, why don't you use one of my preferred partners? And I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> because people yeah, come to these things and then use them as a reason for, you know, a year, two years, three years to say, well, I can't move forward because I, I don't have a logo or I haven't, you know, gotten my site relaunched. And so, you know, as you mentioned, that you just had – a big relaunch with your site and I'm in the middle of, you know, doing that as well. So I know that that is a big job and a big undertaking. Um, I've been working on it now for the past, I feel it, it feels like forever, but I think it was only maybe the past three or four months, but I didn't wait to start until I had the perfect site. I started with what I had at the time. You started with what you had at the time. You worked with it. And then now you you found out the needs of your clients and your potential customers and your prospects. And now you're able to offer something more and create something more. And so, you know, I think that's a really, really powerful lesson. Can you go through what some of those offerings are again? I know that you touched on them briefly, but I think that you know, a lot of people who are listening may be able to use some of those services. So who, so what kinds of services um, are some of the preferred partnerships that you have? You mentioned sure. a legal person. Go ahead. Yes, excellent. So on our services page, we offer a plethora of services, right? Anything from consultations, if you need a get your mind, get your mind right makeover, um, we have one of our preferred partners offering that. Um, if you just need to sit and do a Q&A, you know, you can sit and do that with me. Um, we have consult, consultations in anything. If you want to start a nonprofit, we have someone doing that. If you need branding advice, um, you can sit in that. Um, if you need legal advice, we can offer that. Um, if you need to figure out how to do your taxes, whether it's finances, um, we're bringing on someone in public relations. So if you want to do, do it yourself. Um, so we have all of that offered in the uh, consult um, packages on our services page. We also offer bundles and packages if you need a logo, um, uh, you know, and you need some templates for your Instagram someone can do that for you for you our um, legal preferred partner if you need trademark services someone can do that for you also if you need a website created um, we can have someone do that for you also and when you visit our Womener Academy page which is new um, we are offer an extensive list of, of digital guides that are also created in-house with Womener and also from our preferred partners. So if you need to figure out how to do your Squarespace website, there's a guide for that. If you need to know how to crush it on Facebook, there's a guide for that. If you need to figure out how to create your own designs for your blogs or your Instagram pages or your social media pages, there's a guide for that. If you can't hire an editor and you need to figure out how to get your grammar right, there's a guide for that. So... Um, and then just really quickly, if you move on over to our Women Are Shop page, 
There's another uh, great deal of sources. Um, we have a few digital guides. Sorry, we have some uh, e-books available, and we have some photo stock, and we have some cute little postcards available. So this is a, an extensive, like you said, business concierge, <laughs> extensive <Yes. laughs> set of offerings on the site. So absolutely go and check it out. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Well, our listeners are actually worldwide that we have, you know, a number of different, uh, we have a, 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 quite an audience in the UK uh, where you were born and also in West Africa um, as well as through, throughout the United States and Canada. So I know that people will be able to, you know, participate in those services. And so I want to talk about, let's look a little bit at behind the scenes of, you know, a woman or mogul like you, Sharon. What does your current business planning look like? That you've started a number of different businesses. And business plans, thinking that they need to put together a formal business plan is, again, a, a way that many people block themselves from moving forward. So can you share with us, when you have an idea, how, does, how do you plan for a business? What does it look like? Do you make a formal business plan? Do you use any mind mapping software? Share with us how, what your process is. Sure. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, listen, when I first started um, the, the, the concierge company, even when I did Brooklyn Exposed, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of winging it. Right. Um, it wasn't until years after um, that I decided, hmm, let me do a business plan for my concierge company. But even that was like an abridged version. Um, and so I really winged it a lot. I'm not even going to lie for those companies. But I knew when I realized how much knowledge I had um, and how business savvy I became, I knew that with Womener, I wasn't going to wing anything. So not only did I create a business plan, I also created a marketing plan. Now, nothing is set in stone. These things are consistently evolving and being updated. Um, I use a lot of tools. I use Google, Google, um, Google Drive where it's you know, great for file sharing and keeping things on a cloud basis where you don't have to keep sending files in an email. You just give someone access to a file online, and that's it. On a daily basis, I mean, I live and die with my to-do list. Like, I have a set of things that I need to accomplish in any given day. And on a daily basis in the morning, I look it over. Um, I'm a morning person, so I work my most priority task in the morning. Um, one thing that I learned that I'm going to start working with that really works well are, um, oh, crap, what do you call these things? Oh, my goodness. How am I forgetting now the name of these things? Um, describe, flow chart. describe it. Flow, flow, flow chart. chart. Yes, yes. Flow, flow charts are incredible. Believe it or not, literally you don't have to think. It's like a checklist, right? You look and you see what has to be done. And these flow charts are phenomenal, and I'm going to create them for every facet of my business. Why? Because I realize I've taken on some help. I no longer do the social media, the Instagram. I don't do my Twitter. I don't do my Pinterest. Um, but of course, I still have my eye on my baby, right, what I built. So um, I realize I need more help. And where am I going with this? I read a book called The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. And the one thing it taught me was in order to grow and scale your business is 
you cannot keep working in it, right? You cannot be caught up with the day-to-day mundane tasks. You have to work on it. So when I relaunched Women Err, I realized, oh, my God, there's so many more things that I entail. So I'm literally creating work flow, uh, sorry, flow charts or everything because I want to take on more help. And my point at the end of all this is if I'm not around or for some reason I'm shut down one day or whatever, there are going to be these flow charts on what has to be done specifically in every area of operating the business, and that way everyone's on the same page. So planning is essential. It's key. You cannot wing it. Try winging it and see what happens. I've been there. You need a plan. You need a plan. Think of where you see yourself in five years. Work backwards. Everything you do today has to be affecting that one-year plan, that six-month plan, that five-year plan. We can't just sit down and twiddle our thumbs and just wing anything. We have to be working on something every day to meet that milestone that you set. That's it. It's planning. Yes, yes. Excellent advice. Excellent advice because what planning and systems do, you know, flowcharts and, and systems do, is that they allow you to then be able to work in your zone of genius. You know, as you said, you know, quoting E-Myth, um, that it, you can't work just in your business. If every day you're the person that's slaving away, then your brain is not available to come up with, you know, what the next great path should be of how to grow your business. So delegate as often and as early as possible, as early as you can need to. Get a virtual assistant, get some VAs, and start to delegate so that you can work in your zone of genius. Great advice, right. Sharon. Wonderful advice. And so, okay, so you also mentioned when you were talking, when you founded the concierge company and you started to get clients, I know that some time has passed, but for people who have a physical business or even people who have a digital business, can you give some advice on getting clients in the beginning when you just started? Oh, absolutely. I networked my ass off. Like every (laughs) single event that had to do that was relevant to my business, I was there. And um, I think, though, to be honest with you, I spent a little time in the beginning maybe going to too many events, and that, but I realized this is how I started getting my first set of clients. I was at breakfast networking events. I was at lunchtime networking events. And I would go to the events where, my, um, where I knew my target audience would be. Um, and so... Um, I also started sponsoring gift certificates. I got a lot of clients that way. A lot of them were one-offs. You really have to put yourself out there. You have to put yourself out there. You have to figure out who is your target audience and where are they going to be online and offline. At the time, I was on Twitter. That's when Twitter was huge. So I found one or two on Twitter. But you have to learn to be in people's faces. I mean, Amazon sends out an email like almost every single day, right, all day long. So you have to figure out how to build that relationship with potential clients, and then when you get them on board, you need that email because you own that email, right? If Google shuts down or if Amazon shuts down, whoever, Facebook shuts down, you own your email, right? And so you have to figure out, again, where your clients are, network, right, referrals, collaborate, partnerships. You've got to sit down and strategically figure out how are you going to reach your audience on your own through your email and with the collaboration of other people. 
Yes, yes. I, I want to highlight what you said about, you know, being clear about who your audience is and where they are. That if you, you know, a lot of people think when they hear the word network that it means run around with your head, like a chicken with your head cut off and just go to any and everything. That's not targeted, you know, toward your market. That if you are running a mommy and me type of business and you're networking only at sports and golf events, you're not going to find your client. So as Sharon said, you know, find out, you know, where your client lives online and offline, where they are and be there, be at those places. And so then how did you nurture those client relationships? Because as you said, a lot of them were one-offs. And can you share with us what your gift certificate method was? I think that's one that people can use in a lot of different a lot of different niches. Absolutely. Certificates are good. Even though I have to say the the redemption the redemption rates tend to be low, it doesn't matter. The exposure rates are high. And um, with gift certificates for All About Brooklyn um, Concierge, I would give away, right, an hour of services for free. And or I would give offer 50% off or three hours or something of that nature. And uh, to be honest with you, they would be redeemed about maybe 10%. But even though maybe a few of them were one-offs, they would refer their friends and colleagues. So a lot of the times when I did have one-offs, I was always asked, I would always ask, how, how did you hear about us, right? It's one of the things you have to hear, uh, figure out. How did people hear about you? Where, where did they come from? Because that way you can focus more of your energy there. Um, so a lot of them are one-offs, but, but people always get despondent just because someone doesn't buy from them right away. That's not how the sales process works. The sale process sometimes takes six months. People need to realize that, right? And that six months may be, okay, you heard about me. Okay, you get a newsletter. Okay, you, I get an offer in the mail. Oh, wow, okay, you reminded me again. Now, okay, you service. People need that constant reminder. Again, this is why Amazon sends out 10 emails a day, right? It's not a matter of no, right? It's not a matter of no, it's a matter of when. And so don't think because someone didn't buy your stuff the first time. People, you know, may not have any money or they're doing something else or they forget. You've got to learn how to send those emails. Those emails, about 75%. Of the time is that's where your money's rolling in. So you got to figure out how to nurture your clients that already exist because that is where you're going to keep getting your money from, right? Prove to these people that your products are superior and they're getting value and they will and figure out how to provide and solve all of their problems under the realm of your business. And trust me, they will keep coming back. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. What is your favorite part, Sharon, about being a being an entrepreneur and, you know, having your own business? Businesses. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the concierge company, I'm not going to lie, I worked my entire ass off with that, right? I put in work, <laughs> I went to meetings, this, that, and the other. So now it's self-sustainable, and I can sit back and go, yes. I put in my work, right? And so now with my women in a company, it's amazing to me because I feel like, I feel like, wow, I, I can break bread with these people. They appreciate me. I'm getting so many DMs and emails on how I made a difference. I don't even want to get emotional. 
and how I'm changing people's lives, and it's just incredible. And how I've built this women are a tribe from scratch, and it just drives and motivates me every single day. And it's just an amazing, phenomenal feeling. And um, it's amazing that everyone sees me the same way. I'm straightforward. I'm no-nonsense. I'm humble. And I really am. And um, it's just incredible to see how the littlest things can make a big difference. And um, I really put in the work, and I'm just really happy, you know, this is what drives me, you know, these, these commentary and the engagement online and the emails and the, and the direct messages, they're just nonstop. And that is the fuel to my fire every single waking moment. I'm just a firm believer that what you put out in the universe is what you get back. You put out good, you get back good. Right, you put out that positiveness, and you get back the positiveness. So that's where I stand with um, women. I hope I didn't go off track with that and answered your question. Oh no, <laughs> that was deliciously on track, sis. That was deliciously. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for this inspiring conversation. I know that you have two uh, two gifts for our listeners: a business. Uh, a business strategy session offer and an, and an essential startup blueprint offer. Can you please tell us more about that, Sharon? Sure. So um, our business strategy sessions, um, of course, you either meet me in person if you're in New York, um, or you can do a Google Hangout with me, video chat, or you can speak with me on the phone. And it's a 60-minute consult. Um, this particular one is a Q&A. You can ask me anything. You can rack my brain about anything, um, and I can get you back on track. So that's a value of 125 but I'm offering it for $95, and with the code ABIOLA in uppercase, um, you can redeem that. Um, the second one is the Essential Startup Blueprint. And that has been one of our number one sellers. So it's pretty much all of the essential steps, including the basics, uh, because people tend to step over and skip over the basics. Everything from marketing strategy to research to defining whether your product is viable um, to what type of website platform to be on, how to set up your legal business structure, the options available, um, figuring out your startup expenses, uh, your marketing strategies, branding, what is it, what is marketing. I mean, it's not even just for startups. If you've already, well, technically startup because you're, you know, considered five years of business as a startup, but it's all the steps necessary to get you on track with your business. And that is a value of $55, but with the code blueprint, it's $45. So, and that's available under services. The, um, sorry, under the Womenor Academy. Okay, excellent. So go to womenor.com. I think that these are both two very, very valuable offerings that I want to stress, you know, to you, my spiritpreneur, sacred bombshell, if you are listening to this and you either want to start a business or grow your business, please, 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 you know, I think that it would be very valuable for you to have a strategy session with Sharon. 
I don't profit financially from any of this. I'm just telling you that so that you know that I'm telling you that I feel like it's valuable. And, yes, it is completely valuable. That The business strategy session for $95 instead of $125, the essential startup blueprint for $45 instead of $55. Um, I will put in the information um, if you – Either go to my site or just head on over to Woman Noor. If you, for whatever reason, lose the codes, um, just get in contact with either of us, you know, via social media or Sharon through her site and invest in your business and make it happen. That, you know, yes, you can get all kinds of information from Google, but why not speak to someone who has done it? that, you know, there's nothing like great coaching to get you to where you need to be in mind, body, business, and spirit. So make it happen. (laughs) So, Sharon, this has been an inspiring conversation. Any parting words or advice for my beautiful spiritpreneurs who are listening? Well, you know, first I want to say thank you so much, Abiola. This has been amazing. I'm glad I was able to speak to your audience. Um, Yes. You know, my parting words are, ladies, gentlemen, listen, if you are interested to or thinking about starting a business or already have a business, it really truly is important to invest in yourself, know your industry, and don't wing anything. Plan, plan, plan. You've got to plan. Those are my parting words. (laughs) Beautiful. Plan, plan, and plan. Thank you again, Sharon, for this inspiring conversation. And thank you to you, my beautiful spiritpreneur, for taking this time to invest in not only who you are today, but in who you were born to be. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, share with a friend, and I will see you in the next conversation. Thank you for listening.